Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace show, where we're creating a conversation for what God's doing through Christians in the marketplace. I'm Sean Bowles, and my co-host is Bob Hassan. We interview everyday influencers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs from all areas of industry, exposing you to powerful stories of what God's doing through people just like you. We're also sharing our thoughts about what God's doing in finance, business, entertainment, and politics. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, with my co-host, Bob Hassan. And Bob, I know we have an incredible guest on today because I helped invite him and I love him. And this is the second time with us, but tell us about Jordan Burke. Well, Jordan combines his passion for teaching, acceptance, and art. And he created the Kelly and Kelso series to help children see the value in others who may look or act differently. But he also displays similarities at the same time. He, he was a caregiver for close to 14 years for his uncle, Kelly, who had Down syndrome. And Kelly was the inspiration for many of Jordan's books. Now he has the Kelly and Kelso series and he travels to schools and he speaks and he shares the message of love, acceptance and kindness, something he believes should be instilled in practice from an early age. And he's so thankful for the opportunity that he had with his uncle and his uncle's memory to write the Kelly and Kelso stories. He's got three books in the Kelly and Kelso series and they've been successful and he's branching out to start TV and cartoons. Uh, with the first Down syndrome lead character in the United States. Yeah. He's very proud of that. And he can't wait for the world to watch Kelly and Kelso and Friends. I love the diversity of people we have on the show, but this really touches my heart because Jordan has really given up what he could have as a successful career or anything else to be an advocate and to start a business in this space as a creator. And it's phenomenal. I think those of you who are doing similar things or have a creative heart or have a heart for justice issues, you're going to really love Jordan because he is a true man of God, and you're going to love him up next, Jordan yeah. Burke. I had a word that the next great move of God's spirit, like a Jesus people movement, is going to happen in the workplace, in the marketplace, and we need to hear God right now. You know, when you're working your career, your place of influence, your job, and you're wanting as a Christian a God result, there has to be a God process to get to that result, and we have to hear God. My friend Bob Hass and I wrote a book just for you to teach you how to hear God's voice in this season of your life, to help you in your place of career, in your place of business. So there's no disconnection between who you are at church, who you are in your family, and who you are in your career, but it all works together beautifully. And I believe that this book is a key book for now to help you understand what God's doing. So I'm going to encourage you to get this book wired here. And if you get it during this month, you get the masterclass where Bob and I taught on just the themes of the book and help bring it home, help give you some assignments and some impartation that's going to bring it right into your very life. So I'm going to encourage you get wired to here now and get our brand new masterclass free when you buy the book from BowlsMinistries.com. Welcome back. We're here with Jordan Burke. Jordan, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're so good. I'm so excited about your projects and how since the last time we interviewed you, you have several books out and now you're going after creating a cartoon. Yeah. And I love I love that story. If you haven't listened to that story, please go back and listen to Jordan's story because he talks about his uncle, but down syndrome and how that led him on a journey that is just one of my favorite journeys. I love watching your social media. I love watching your Instagram. But I want to talk about what's happening now because we know that journey and a lot has happened from now to then from then to now. And I think when I think about that, I think of some of the, you know, when you've had success or you've been awarded or you've had these major uh, accomplishments, how at the same time, there's also struggle in the midst of the victories. And I said it before the show, just to you and like passing, like, but for all the highs that we have, sometimes there's lows in the midst of the highs. And I know some of this current story, you have had so much of a journey and there's not many people in your space going after what you're going after. 
So talk to us about where you're at. Talk to us about some of those highs and even some of the experiences of where God's shown up for you in a place that isn't full of God necessarily. Yeah. And as far as people who are occupying the space as Christians, there's not many of them. So welcome and tell us. Yeah. So basically, last time I talked with you guys, we had just come out with our book, Kelly and the Star of New Orleans. And it was my first time to venture, right? So my first time to venture out from just talking about Down syndrome. And we had introduced a little girl with vitiligo, uh, Tilly. And when the book was released, I started realizing there were so many different abilities out there that we hadn't even touched on that there's no representation for whether that be, you know, autism or whether that, you know, be ADHD or so on. There's these kids that don't feel like they're being represented in the media because they don't see someone like themselves up there. And so when the book launched, I thought, okay, well, let's, you know, let's kind of see where this goes. And then one day, and this this like doesn't paint me in the best picture, but I was on LinkedIn (laughs) and I was going through anyone who had ever worked for Kelly Clarkson. Because I'm from Burleson, Texas. She's from Burleson, Texas. I feel like we'd be best friends. And uh, we both love us some Sonic. So um, I was on LinkedIn. I was going through all the people that had her on the resume. And I'm just like, hey, I'm Jordan Berg introducing myself. Like, please, I need to meet Kelly Clarkson. And in the process of this, I came across Jordan Curley, who is the producer of Tuttle Twins. And I love, I love that show so much. So good. It's so good. And I knew what the show was. And I was like, okay. But honestly, when I reached out to her, I had written like, we're talking like 300 people that day. So it's just like a cut and paste thing, right? Yeah. And so I'm just going through it. And um, a few days <laughs> later, I get this message from Jordan. And she's like the only one out of these like hundreds of people I've written <laughs> that responded, right? And so we start talking and she's like, I love your books. And what really spoke to me is the fact that she actually went on my website and ordered like everything. (laughs) Most people, when they're like, I love what you're doing, send me free product, you know, and that's usually how that goes. But with her, she was so invested just in hearing the story and what she saw online. She went and ordered everything. And she has the plushies because we do. It's the plushies, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. And I joke with her. It was the prettiest box I had ever packaged. Like, I was steaming the tissue paper. And I, like, <laughs> it. And I, like, put, you know, a Kelly sticker to seal it. And so I uh, sent it off to her. And we scheduled a Zoom meeting. And we get together to talk. And we start, you know, introducing, you know, each other and, like, talking. And anyways, she drops on me what it takes to make a cartoon, which in my, like, small Texas mind, I'm just like, it was, you know, the funds and the time and the amount of people and everything. I'm just like, but in my spirit, I knew it was like our next step, you know? Mm. And so I wasn't, you know, even though I was intimidated, I wasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. She would probably say otherwise. She probably was like, you look like a calf at a new gate. But mm. like <laughs> I did, I was like, this is, this is, this is something I feel like is the next step for Kelly and Kelso. But I also, I don't know how we're going to achieve it because I can't do it. Jordan Burke can't do it. And So we have this meeting and she explains to me that, you know, we need a script, we need, you know, character designs, all this stuff. And I get off the phone and first thing I do is call my mama because that's what, you know, every good Southern, you know, guy does. I call my mom (laughs) and I walk her through all the stuff that had just been presented to me. And I was like, I can't do that on my own. Like I can do a lot of things, but this is a big task at hand. And I feel like I need a team, you know, to be able to accomplish this. Mm -hmm. And so I ran through a couple of people that I felt like would be great to help me. And they were um, three females. 
And so uh, that worked in like childcare and some, you know, childhood development and things. And then I told my mom, I was like, but I really feel like I need some testosterone on the team too. Like we need an equal balance. <laughs> and so I was like, I really would love to have two more guys on the team. Like a team of five is what kept coming to mind. And so I told my mom that, and this is all on Monday that I met with Jordan, talked to my mom. And on Tuesday, a studio that I had reached out to that had some animators um, wanted to set up a Zoom call. And we start talking and they're like, tell us about who you are. And I'm sharing my story. And before I know it, there's like three of them in the Zoom meeting where it was supposed to just be one. And they were just like so hooked on the idea of what Kelly and Kelso or Kelly and friends would be. And, you know, they're like, we need this. We need shows like this. What can we do? How can we help you? You know, and I was like, well, I need help with my character designs. And they're like, you got it. Just send us your sketches and we'll give you our feedback. And if you want help with this or that, you know, to the animation, this like we'd love to help you. And I was like blown away. And then Sean and Bob, this is what got me at the very end. One of them said, by the way, if you're building a team, I'd love to be a part of that. Oh, how crazy is that verbatim? What I had told my mom and what we had been praying for, you know, literally the next day that prayer was answered. So now I had a, you know, a guy on the team and he was phenomenal at giving me feedback as far as like character designs. And then, you know, not even a week passes that Saturday, I had a meeting with a guy out of California. Um, and I won't hold that against him. I'm just kidding. I know that's where y'all are. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I had a meeting with the guy in California and it was like 5 a.m. his time, 7 a.m. my time. And I had no clue what this meeting was going to hold. It was a connection from a friend of a friend of a friend. And I just thought, you know what? It doesn't hurt the network. So I meet with uh, Joe and it's on a Saturday and we start talking. And next, like the first next thing I know, he looks at me and he goes, OK, but what do you want from me? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you have to think, I'm from the South, right? I want to know how your neighbor's dog's doing, your grandma. <laughs> Just go straight to the point. That's not how we do it. And so when he asked me that, I was kind of like thrown off guard. And I looked at him and I was like, I, I need a script writer. And he was like, done. What else do you need? And I was like, are you kidding me? Like that alone is yeah. huge. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I just want someone to hold my hand and walk me through this whole process. And he's like, done. And then to get this on his way to McDonald's, he told me that Holy Spirit had told him, whatever this dude asked for, give it to him. And he's like, bro, I was just as scared as you were when we started this meeting. because I had no clue what you were going to ask me for. And I was like, so you should have next time go in and say, I need twenty five million dollars. Oh, my gosh. Right. I, I, I know that. I would have been like, yeah, I just I, I need like thousands of dollars. Yeah. But what was so crazy is in less than a week. I was able to build this team of people to help me, wow. you know, create this amazing um, product that we we're able to turn around and, you know, present to Jordan. And so I just, I mean, I'm, I'm charismatic, but I'm not that charismatic. That's why I'm like, I know God was involved in this because for people just to volunteer their time, their skills, everything for free, because they believe in you and your vision, like that's huge. And that doesn't happen. Like that doesn't happen in this day and age. I, you know, Jordan, when, as you tell this story, I think about how God is honoring all the sacrifice that you've put forth um, from your uncle mm -hmm. all the way to the, to the mandate to care for, care for the people that need caring for. And it's a great business story, you know, with Jordan and all these things. But, but what I'm hearing is like, he just came to your heart and confirmed, you know, this is where you're supposed to be. 
and I'm going to confirm it so hard, I'm going to bring all these people in line within a week. And, and it must give you great confidence moving forward. Uh, it, it, you know, it really does because like you said, with Kelly, there's 14 years of my life where I was a caregiver. Mm -hmm. And if you had asked me in that moment when I was taking care of Kelly, you know, do you feel like you put your dreams on hold? Do you feel like there's stuff on the back burner? Are there dreams that you just completely gave up on? Right. Never even crossed my brain because in that moment I was taking care of family mm -hmm. and that was the most important thing to me. And so to be able to look back and realize there were dreams I didn't even know I had that were just like, like down there somewhere that are actually coming to fruition all because of God honoring that time where I spent with Kelly. It's just, it's really cool. And to see Kelly be the, the center and the focal point mm -hmm. of what is moving my career forward is so cool. Well, I think it's really interesting too, because I think of my daughters who are eight and 10, which are perfect age for your books. And we got the Vitalago book as part of the Kickstarter campaign yeah. and the plushies and stuff. And so when we're reading it, they were fascinated by this, like, because they felt so disconnected from somebody who they've seen before people who have a lot of vitiligo, but have never understood what it was. So I hear Hartley telling her little friend when they're walking through the small, she goes, see that lady over there? She is vitiligo, but she's no different than us at all. And we shouldn't look at it as different. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it was just so cool to see my little eight-year-old, she was seven at the time, mm -hmm. evangelizing her little friend. I love and it. Her like, you know, that's not different. That's beautiful. It's not like a mark that's bad. It's a mark that's good. And we should respect it to kind of attitude. So I think of like a cartoon and how, Kids are, they so ingest media right now, especially like YouTube kids and like, you know, videos on Prime or on Hulu or on Disney Plus. And I just think of like how this is the natural next step to be able to help kids to relate to people who have different things. One of my best friend's daughter has type 1 diabetes and she, you know, that was hard to relate to her that she had to, you know, give herself shots and do all these things. And she had a special dog that would come to school to make sure her levels were okay. And to have these kinds of stories that give that kind of inclusion, that's not the, the extreme crazy inclusion, you know, that's yeah, out there. polluted by the world. It's yeah. Polluted, but the right kind of inclusion that causes us to have empathy, compassion, mm -hmm. empowerment on how to have really powerful conversations with kids. I'm so proud of you, but other people are proud of you too, because you ended up getting awarded at, uh, at a Down syndrome. I believe it's an association. You can tell us all about it. Tell us yeah. about this award, but tell us the yeah. backstory too, because it's kind yeah. of a, a whole picture God story. 100%. And to touch on what you just said, I feel like it's hard for kids to embrace someone who's different if they don't know why they're different. So yeah. if we can go in and make things seem less scary by just explaining to a child what Down syndrome is, you know, uh, what autism is, then it doesn't come off so scary. And so we try to do it in like a fun, colorful way. And that's basically the reason that we started the book series. Wow. Um, but to talk about what you just said about DC, so I received the Organization of the Year Award from the National Down Syndrome Society. Wow. And they invited me to D.C. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. So cool. And they invited me to D.C. And it was one of these things of I was like, great. Now, how do I get there? Because we were in the middle of doing fundraising for another project. And I'm like, my supporters and people that support me, they can only do so much. You know, and I can't be like, support this dream, support this dream. Oh, by the way, help me get to D.C. And so it was one of those things that I felt very honored, but I had no clue how I was going to get there. And to the point where I didn't really plan on going. And towards the end, as we got closer and closer, you know, Jordan Curley, my producer and my mom and several others were like, you need to go. I feel in my spirit, you need to go. This is something you need to do. And so I was like, well, God, <laughs> you know, uh, this is what I'm hearing, you know, and 
through people sending money in the mail that God just put me on their heart. And without me even going around and like asking for support and help to get to DC, there were people that surrounded me to help me get there. And mm-hmm. Southwest had like an amazing deal and like all these things just <laughs> started falling like together where it was like, there was no doubt in my mind that I should go. And even then a part of me was like, should I still go? And then I went to a, a church that I'm not you know, familiar with and not associated with, nobody knows me. And I got a couple of prophetic words and in great big capital letters, they wrote it down and it said, go. And, yeah. On three, three words that were given to me, it said, go in great big capital letters. And it's like, okay, if I don't go at this point, I'm just right. stubborn, you know? So I went to DC and it was my first time to meet my producer, Jordan Curley. And it was such a like divine connection, you know, cause usually when we're on zoom calls, it's for like an hour, hour yeah. and a half, maybe. And it's business, you know, we're talking, you know, networking, you know, project edits, that kind of stuff. And we're not really, you know, talking like, how was your day, Sean? You know, we're not having those kind of conversations. So to get to meet in DC and be able just to like, you know, hang out and my mom got to fly up. And uh, so she got to meet my mom and my family. And Mm -hmm. it was just, it was such a great time, but I was telling Bob, and I don't know if you knew this, but not only did I go up there to receive the award, but then I found out just a few days prior that we were actually going to get to go to the Capitol Hill and advocate for our brothers and sisters with Down syndrome and go before our Texas state reps. And so that was really cool and such an honor to do something on such a national level. And then what blew my mind even more is Jordan was the only person there from Utah representing her state. And they asked her to do the same thing. So the fact it like it just I'm trying to connect the dots in my head because it's like if she had never met me, she wouldn't have been tied into the Down syndrome community like she is. And she never would have been in DC. She never would have had the opportunity to go between, you know, go meet these state reps to advocate for, you know, people with Down syndrome. It just is such a cool thing. And it all in my mind goes back to Kelly, you know, had Mm -hmm. Kelly not had such an impact on my life, it wouldn't be doing this ripple effect that we have going on now, you know? Well, Jordan, what does the future look like? You've been talking about the cartoon. So are you in the planning stages? Are you fundraising? How how can our listeners get on board and behind you? So right now we're looking for investors. We're looking for consultants and we're looking for um, endorsements. Thank you. Those are, I was like, that's a big word, big word. Yeah. For all <laughs> um, endorsements. Um, yeah. So right now we're starting, we've worked, we've got like two minutes of animation already done. And we found the voice of Kelly, which not gonna lie, like broke me the minute I got to hear like this little boy, uh, Colt, who's phenomenal. Uh, he has Down syndrome and he does their voice for Kelly on the show, Kelly and Friends. And when hearing him paired up with the animation, like oh. it's like everything we've been working for to see it like in the like final like touches and see it all come together and everything, wow. it was it, it was heavy. You know, for somebody who loves animation, grew up on cartoons, always wanted to be a part of this world, like that it was it was a cool moment. It was a very cool moment. Uh Jordan's like, can we record you? And so it's probably me just making like really ugly faces the whole time, <laughs> trying to like bust, you know, you know, bust out ears in front of you know uh her and having it. Yeah. So to um I mean I'm like focus, but the show, basically what we're gonna do on the show is we're gonna bring people in from different cultures and different walks of life and different abilities so that we can uh, teach kids empathy and love and acceptance and uh, from a biblical standpoint and teach them that, you know, there's more out there than what we have in our little bubbles. You know, yeah. um, I work in kids church a lot. And so often I listen to them talk 
and there's not much more to their world than what they're around throughout the week. Absolutely. You know, and so if we can introduce them to maybe someone who has, like you were talking about, you know, someone who's diabetic, who, why do they have a dog with them? Or why do they have the little pump or, you know, a tube in their side? Those are things that kids are going to ask questions about. And if we can introduce it in a fun, colorful way using cartoons, then it makes it less scary. It makes it, you know, gives them an opportunity to ask questions too. Well, it's so interesting because I, I was telling Bob that I did this, just one video on my social commentary, Sean Bull show about the rise of cartoons that are kingdom-based or conservative. And it's a direct result as because of some of the wokeness and the, the false way that people present racial issues through cartoons, not the good way. There's some good ways that are happening too, but there's some extremism yeah. and extreme progressive liberalism that, that's happened. And I, again, I'm not, it's not a us versus them, but there's just some bad stuff out there. So I did that video and I did, I just kind of highlighted like, I think seven cartoons and Tuttle Twins, which your producers, mm -hmm. one of the cartoons I, I represent, which is really teaching politics and nationalism and understanding our values of our country in such a profound way. So it wasn't like just faith-based cartoons. It was like cartoons that you could watch like Wing Feather Saga, which is another one I'm, I'm loving right now from Angel Studios. And it like broke our little internet world. We had 500,000 views in like two or three days on Instagram Reels. We were shut down on TikTok for hate speech. Wow. People were saying these kinds of cartoons aren't inclusive enough type thing. And it was really interesting to me because I was like, wow, there's there's a war over our children's space right now. Mm -hmm. And there's a war over doing it right. And it's not just, of course, we need Christian content. It's great to have the spiritual edutainment, so to speak. But to have this kind of edutainment as well, that's so fun. But it's also edu it's educational. I'm just so a fan. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm with you guys in my heart because I think it's so important. And I think my children have already benefited from your book. So I know that someone like you leading in this, in a creative way versus some of the people that we've seen who are trying to lead they have the right heart, but they just have the wrong politics. So it ends up being something that you have to keep your kids safe from versus actually engaging with. I'm so excited for you. So you guys, and when you say fundraising, right, you're also you're are you doing any kind of uh, public fundraising right now that you can tell us about? So we're not doing any public fundraising at the moment that I'm aware of. Uh, right now, we're mainly looking for investors endorsements. Yeah. And um, so, Jordan, when you're, you say you're looking for investors, how much money are you looking to invest? And what does the investment profile look like? So one episode, just to give you a clue, mm -hmm. is 260000 give mm -hmm. or take. Uh, 10 episodes for a whole season is... 2.6. I'm, I'm, yeah, thank you. But yeah, so we're looking for people to help invest in the show that help us cover the cost of, you know, covering, you know, voiceovers and animation uh, all the stuff that goes into creating a cartoon. I could just see somebody who has a downstream child or has a child with Vilago or has a child with one of these, these um, things. And I could just see them going, I want the world to be educated and learn how to do it. Cause my child had some difficulties with other children and this helps other children to relate to my, I just, I feel like you guys, this is a no brainer. I feel like people are going to come. Maybe you're watching right now and you're like, I want to be part of this incredible mm -hmm. thing that, maybe my child suffered because there wasn't a cartoon like this. Let's build yeah. this education in. let's build this into our society. I love this so much. To me, it's like, it's, it's a drop in the bucket as far as money, but it's a no brainer as far as someone who has compassion, empathy and understanding of these, of these issues. And you've done so, so well, you killed the line of the bear with your books. You did so well with your books. I know people believe in you. So I know that this is going to happen. Uh, one of the things that we're probably the most excited about is going to be the first cartoon in the United States that has a lead character that has Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. yeah. And 
it's one of those things I feel like, you know, if it was easy, anyone would do it. Right. And so we have a whole team of people helping us make sure that we're doing it right, that the writing's, you know, representing the Down syndrome community in the best way, as well as we're looking at families and other little kids that have different abilities so that we're not just sharing their story, they're a part of the experience. So yeah. there gives them a voice and gives them a, a, the ability to share their own story. And so mm-hmm. we're um, looking to connect with families and, you know, people that have, you know, children from different walks of life, different cultures, and that way we can help share their story through, you know, cartoon and animation. Well, Jordan, how can people who want to invest in your, you and your projects and who want to share their stories get a hold of you? Uh, they can contact us through our website at Kelly and Kelso, or they can go to um, so any social media form. We're at Kelly and Kelso. So that's K-E-L-L-Y-A-N-D-K-E-L-S-O. And we're on like Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. And then I've seen it. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being here, Jordan. Thanks for sharing your story. I love where you've come from last time we talked. Mm -hmm. I love the God elements. I love how God's honoring you. And I believe he's going to honor you even more because you're taking on something that is just one of his treasured heart, uh, you know, values that a lot of people don't even look at Mm -hmm. and you stop for it. And I just think God's going to really bless that. So thanks for being on today. Absolutely. And thank you guys for having me. It was good being back here with you guys. And uh, like I said, I always I was joking and telling Girl Jordan, I was like, we have a group chat on uh, Instagram. It's two Star Wars fans and Bob. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, for Bob. Well, I need to go to his house and we'll watch them all one day. Right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could handle it. He's going to be washing his hair that day. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jordan, thanks so much for being here. Up next, we have final thoughts with Sean and Bob. I'm Sean Bowles, and I'm going to invite you to our Spiritual Growth Academy online, where you can attend a four-week class or an event every month, plus our back catalog is available to you as well, on spiritual gifts, especially hearing God's voice, and also a deeper connection to the Holy Spirit and how to walk with Him in real ways in the days we're living in right now. Come join us at Spiritual Growth Academy by going to BowlesMinistries.com and clicking on the Academy button. Welcome back. This is Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. And Bob, I just... I just love to see how the progress of Jordan's journey has come from an author in this very sacred space of just dealing with people who not a lot of people understand all the way into making a cartoon series. And I I love it for our Exploring the Marketplace career because so many people are trying to do some some things that are outside the norm. And Jordan, we've seen the success already in the initial projects. And now we get to watch him as an audience go into the cartoon world. I I loved how he, he said this two or three times. He doesn't use the word disabilities. He used the word ability. ability yeah. And I think he's changing the narrative around uh, inclusion like that. And, and when people when people begin to change the narrative, I think it's going to be amazing. Also, um, he, you know, in his bio, he said that uh, that this that Kelly will be the first leading character uh, that has Down syndrome in the United States. Yeah. And they're really, really excited about that. So I think they're doing some some groundbreaking stuff. Easy for me to say. Exactly. Well, I think when I when I think outside of Jordan's life and into our audience, I think there's 
probably many of you, and I'm this way where I hear stories like that. And you just go, what else can I do? Like, what can I do when it comes to empathy and compassion? And what can I do when it comes to, you know, children at risk or kids that are marginalized or people are marginalized? And I love that God always has creativity and ideas. Jordan's doing this as a mainstream project. It's not a faith-based project. And because of that, he's been honored, you know, by the National Downstream Association. He's been honored to be able to speak, you know, like he said, in, in front of politicians. I feel like there's things that God has on our our plate that we haven't even taken a bite of yet in different aspects of these kinds of issues. And I think it's so important to hear people like Jordan because it it does create that, what am I doing? Am I doing what I'm called to do? Am I, am I, am I reaching out past just the normal goals of business and actually making a transformative difference in the world? What is your mandate? You know, we, we, we listen to Jordan and we see what his mandate is and he's doing it. And it should give us all courage to look within ourselves. What is our mandate? And, and as we see Jordan moving forward with this, it should, it, it should give us the courage to do it for ourselves. Oh, I agree. Well, I hope you guys will do just that. And we're so grateful you're watching us here on Exploring the Marketplace. I'm going to encourage you to continue the conversation by going online to bullsministries.com. Also, you can download all the past episodes, and they're evergreen. There's so many episodes that are relevant to you. So find those people who have careers like you have and listen to those stories. Also, if you do that, make sure to leave a review or tell us how the show impacted you, whether it's on Apple or Google, or if it's right on our website, we'd love to hear from you. And we will talk to you next time and bring you some more exciting guests here on Exploring the Marketplace. Thanks for exploring what God is doing in the marketplace. With us, we have amazing resources for you on our website with free videos, take an online class with us at our online school, Spiritual Growth Academy, or get one of our books, including the one Bob and I authored together, Wired to Hear. We have lots of ways to connect with you. Come visit us on social media. Just look for at Sean Bowles or at Bob Hassan or visit BowlesMinistries.com. This show is made possible by listeners just like you. Become a partner or donate now to become part of our team. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it on your socials or help us review it on the podcast server you found us on. See you next time.